Raider Nation, wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. I'm Eddie Pascal, and today is October 7th, 2021, and thank you for joining us for another episode of The Morning Grind. In case you missed it, yesterday the Chicago Bears announced that going forward, rookie Justin Fields will be the team's starting quarterback, which means that he'll be the man under center Sunday afternoon when the Bears descend into Elysian Stadium. With that news in mind, today on the podcast, we are very excited to talk to Tom Thayer from the Chicago Bears Radio Network. During our chat, Tom certainly gives us his two cents on the Justin Fields announcement, as well as his thoughts on the Bears' defense as a whole, and why an old friend of ours is playing so well in 2021. So, without further ado, enjoy our conversation with Tom Thayer from the Chicago Bears Radio Network. And very excited to welcome in Tom Thayer from the Chicago Bears Radio Network. And Tom, we were talking before we got rolling here. What a day to have you on. The, the Bears making just a little bit of news uh, on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon, naming Justin Fields as a starting quarterback. And, and I'll ask you this, uh, surprised, I guess, by, by this news and, and the timing of it all? or You know, kind of surprised a little bit, but the whole offseason was really awkward because they went and signed Andy Dalton to come in here and be the starter for the time being. And then all of a sudden on draft night, the opportunity to draft Justin Fields presented itself. And now, even though you anointed Andy Dalton QB one, it was going to be a competition from that moment on when you draft a quarterback that high with Justin's talents. So through the evaluation period of OTAs throughout training camp in the beginning of the season, he's continued the ascent of improvement until to this point, he recovered from the Cleveland debacle was able to play better against the Lions. Now I think he has untapped potential that you have to continue to cultivate and hopefully it stands for a decade to come. You know, I'm glad you talk about that improvement because you you guys in Chicago have obviously seen a whole heck of a lot more than Justin Fields uh, than we have here in Las Vegas. So when you look at, you know, where he is now compared to even week one or training camp, what areas of improvement have you seen in his game over the past several months? Kind of a comfort zone at the line of scrimmage. I think when you're trying to learn the terminology, you're trying to catch up to the speed of the game, and then you're trying to identify what the defense is trying to do against you. He's been able to take all those thought processes from calling the play in the huddle and knowing what he's saying, looking at the line of scrimmage, kind of getting a better understanding of what he sees, and then he knows where the vulnerabilities are. However, when you see the opponent blitz against Justin Fields, he has been he has taken some hits and again the Cleveland and Detroit also. But I think when you're blessed with the athleticism he has, there's always a certain confidence that if you recognize it early, you can make the opponent pay, or else he can run himself out of harm's way because of you know what he can present to you with his athleticism in in his arm talent. You know, we hear, we've heard about that athleticism so much, and we obviously saw it last year when he was playing in college, but outside of just the pure measurables and how fast and how strong he is, I mean, what does he really bring as the quarterback of the Chicago Bears? Long ball accuracy. You know, I think that was one of the biggest weaknesses of Mitchell Trubisky. And, you know, I listen, man, I like Mitch. I like how dedicated he was in wanting to be a starting quarterback. But he had no, he, his accuracy of throws that were beyond 15 to 20 yards was so off that it was almost a a guaranteed incompletion each time. When you look at the 64-yarder by Darnell Mooney this past week, the catch along the sideline to Allen Robinson, 
or the long, uh, the other long catch to Darnell Mooney down the sideline, also over the shoulder. I think he just puts it on display of what he's capable of doing. And then when we talk about his athleticism, his, his speed and everything, if he can just avoid the rush initially, then get a better relationship with the receivers to continue their routes downfield. I think if you're an opponent that has some susceptibility in the defensive backfield, he'll be able to take advantage of those long ball opportunities because he is so accurate. You know, the Bears coming off a big win last weekend against the Detroit Lions. When you look at that and you've had a chance to go back and, and reevaluate the tape and all that good stuff, what was really working for the Bears in order for them to come away with a win that, frankly, they really needed? You know, it probably has a lot to do with Bill Lazor calling plays for the first time since the middle end of last year and then how many times they ran the ball. Because everybody's trying to get talk Coach Nagy into running the ball just to be able to take a little bit of pressure off the quarterback position continue that play action threat and then open some downfield opportunities. And David Montgomery, before he got hurt this week, is one of the better backs in football on first, second, and third down. So I think the big test is going to be this week against the Raiders and Bill Lazor calling plays again. If he is confident in calling the run with the running backs the Bears are going to have, I think that's going to be the biggest asset for Justin. If you go out there, this week and ask Justin to throw the ball 45, 50 times, you're playing right into the hands of that stadium crowd, the inefficiency, that noise can contribute to the line of scrimmage. And you don't want to revisit what happened in Cleveland. So to me, it's not necessarily what the Bears did differently. It's who was calling the plays was so much different. You know, there's obviously a ton of excitement around seeing Justin Fields now officially the starter for the Bears and for, you know, good reasons, quality reasons. But uh, an old friend of ours coming to Las Vegas for the first time, a guy you guys are super familiar with now, and Khalil Mack. I mean, Khalil is one of those guys, and he was the same way when he was here. Very quiet, just goes about his business. But it seems, at least looking at the numbers, Tom, that this is a guy who is just still doing his thing as an elite defensive end week in and week out. Yeah, you know, funny thing about it is the reason that he's playing so well this year, unlike last year, is because Robert Quinn is playing so well. Robert Quinn is leading the team in sacks. He's getting continuous pressures. He's kind of playing like what you saw Robert Quinn play like three or four years ago. Explosiveness at a line of scrimmage, bendability around the corner, and able to get in and interfere with the quarterback's throwing zone. So, now when you got to focus a little bit more attention of your pass protection on Quinn equally as much, every once in a while you're getting a one-on-one -on -one for Khalil that he hasn't gotten in the last couple of years. And then they put Khalil and Robert Quinn on the same side and have run some really creative stunts that have resulted in sacks. So versatility, Quinn playing so well, is really helping uh, Khalil play better this year. You know, and Tom, before we get you out of here, I think one thing that I love about talking to folks around the league is that we get to learn, we get to educate the fans a little bit on people that they need to know around the league. Because look, very much like you guys, we live in a very silver and black centric world here in this studio. We are focused so much on this team that oftentimes we forget to kind of look around and see what's happening around the rest of the league. So I'll put you on the spot here. Give me a guy on the Bears that Raiders fans might not know, but is going to play a big hand in what happens Sunday at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, Roquan Smith. You know, here's a guy that's a young developing linebacker, you know, on the cusp of getting his second contract. You know, when they send him on blitzes, he can outmaneuver running backs and convert him into sacks. He can blitz from the outside. He can cover receivers to running backs out of the backfield, including tight ends. He's a great island tackler. I mean, if you got a, a space tackle 
where you got to make sure that you're able to stop the guy in his tracks with a lot of space behind him. He's a real good individual tackler. So Roquan Smith is an interesting guy to pay attention to. You talk about a continuous ascent throughout the years. He has done it as much as anybody in the league. Yeah, and look, it's going to be a lot of fun Sunday afternoon at Allegiant. Tom, are you going to be in the house? Or are you uh, holding the yes. floor down in Chicago? Oh, you're going to be there. No way. I can't. Well, you know, Raiders is one of my favorite teams growing up, even though I grew up in the Chicagoland area. And John Gruden's father, Jim Gruden, was on the staff when I was at Notre Dame. So a lot of familiarity, but I'm, I'm a huge Raiders fan, and I just I cannot wait to see the atmosphere. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a blast, and we're still kind of breaking in this new beautiful building that we have right off the strip, but it is going to be so much fun, and I'm excited. To, I'll be able to meet you in person on Sunday. I can say hello and thank you in person for giving us some of your time, but uh, in the meantime, Tom, have a great rest of the week. Travel safe out here, and we'll see you on Sunday, all right? I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And a big thank you to Tom for giving us a few minutes during a very busy week. And I look forward to seeing him on Sunday at Allegiant, uh, along with hopefully a bunch of you guys. So in the meantime, the Silver and Black are back on the practice field later this morning as they continue preparation for their Week 5 battle against the Bears. I'm Eddie Pascal, and this was The Morning Grind. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network.